Now, very good morning to you. Katie has uh, been looking at what we should be watching on the telly uh, this week. And uh, let's go to TV news first off. And uh, Love Island. Did you get a text? <laughs> you got more than a text? Yeah. And I have it on repeat just to annoy you all together there. Thank you. What's the story with Love Island, by the yeah, way? It's coming back. So fans of Love Island are going to be very excited. Uh, with the news that they're reportedly putting the new contestants through quarantine measures this week ahead of the show's return. Uh, So it wasn't on last year and it's going to air exclusively in Ireland on Virgin Media starting on the 28th of June, so we don't have too long to wait. Uh, According to reports that we've seen in the press, they're already over there in Majorca and they're in quarantine. Majorca? Yeah. Already? Yeah, now apparently they have a backup UK destination as well, just in case. Um, but Laura Whitmore, the Irish lady, mm-hmm. she's going to be hosting again this year. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see that back on the screens. Yeah, and she kind of gave a teaser, you were saying, on the TV a few weeks ago in relation to it. So you're, really, you're talking about Monday week, isn't it, that it's back? Monday the 28th, yeah. Yeah, mon- yeah would mon- be. Monday week from there. Um, so if they get to stay in Mallorca then for the period of time, at least they'll be getting the sunshine. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'd say you're a big Love Island fan, are you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, I wonder whether they'll be getting the text like this, though. You should play that every time you get a comment. Today? Every Just time in general. A, every time we get a text. Yeah. Oh, we could, yeah. Well, you'd play nothing for three hours every morning, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Put that sound. Yeah, you could keep it going so you could uh, from here. So Laura Whitmore is back again, uh, and they're back at the sunshine again. Yeah, she had a baby, actually, since the last time mm. we saw her. With Ian Sterling. So I wonder, is the, is the baby gone down to be... To, to, Probably. Has to be. Yeah. She couldn't leave it behind. Mm. And um, again, there's another little bit of Love Island um, news there as well. So there is today. Oh, sorry, one second. Who said Maura Higgins sent me? What? Maura Higgins sent you a text. She did? Ava, is that her? Maura Higgins sent me a text. Oh, What's the story? Well, she is actually going to be presenting Glow Up, which is RTE's version of the UK TV show. So basically this is like a makeover show. So they get makeup artists on and they have to battle it out every week doing different looks on people uh, to see who's the top makeup artist. So it's coming to Ireland and Maura Higgins is going to present it. Uh, do you remember her from oh, Love Island a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she, she's done quite a bit actually since she was on um, this morning. She was she a presenter was. there. And she's been around. I think we're more familiar with the last set of Love Island faces because they're the only ones we've had now for two years. Yeah. So we haven't had a new batch since. So they kind of, they're still riding their coattails the two years ago and they're, a lot of them are doing very well out of it. Yeah, she's done very well. I know the romance broke up, didn't it? A few it months did. ago, yeah. How do you know all of this? Because I read the papers and I kind of give it fellow up. Love Islander. Yeah. I think his name was Chris or something. Yeah, but they, they've, but they're still friends. They're still friends. And she texted you, did she? She did. Okay, she did, yeah. She, yeah. She's my VBF, so <laughs> she is now. Me and Anna Murphy. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, yeah. You see, you have to be able to read what the text says, and I can't be reading at the same time here. Well, you don't have your glasses on, that'll help. Yeah, well, I have to clean them as well. That's oh, why yeah. I don't have them on. We're sticking with TV reality, so we are. We're going to have some bake-off news. Now, you're a fan of this, so you are. Uh, but one of them have uh, their own show. Yeah, so I, I threw in Love Island for you, and then I threw in Bake Off for me, uh, because I do like to bake. And the great British Bake Off winner, Nadia Hussein, do you remember she was on it a couple of years ago? She wasn't the she last was, winner. She was yeah, She's done yeah. really, really well for yeah. herself since... And she's going to be presenting a new cookery show on the BBC. Mm-hmm. And so actually it was 2015 that she won Bake Off. It doesn't feel like that long ago. But uh, she also hosts Nadia Bakes on BBC Two. And um, it's going to be really exciting. This one's going to be called Nadia's Fast Flavours. And it's, it's lovely to see a, a, a face, you know, because they're amateur bakers when they start in the Bake Off. 
And it's lovely to see how they progress. And it, it'll give you a little bit of hope. But are they, hang on a second now. Are they really amateur bakers when they start off? Well, now come on. Let's be honest here. You pretend you're an amateur baker, but you're not an amateur baker. Oh, but I'm a total amateur baker. Yeah, well, maybe you are. But are they really amateur when they come in? Um, I suppose they're the best of the amateur bakers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but you, I set you a singing task two weeks ago. Maybe I'll set you a baking. I didn't fulfil that. I didn't get a chance to fulfil it. Oh, you've had a couple of lessons now, so... I've had a couple of lessons, yeah. Yeah, maybe next week we'll get you to sing. Mark Roberts was an awful lot harder than Karina Kay on me. What's this about the... um, What's this about the the, the whole Chippendale situation? Do you remember the Chippendales? I do, yeah. Here's the intro. Good Lord, how many years are you going back there? Oh, a lot. But really? Yeah, that brings back memories, doesn't it? The Rescue Rangers, Chippendale. Yeah. You can see them running are around. They, are they coming back then in a different guise, are they? They are, but they're coming back. Chippendale, Park Life, animated series. Uh, it's being revealed exclusively on Disney+. Plus. The new intro isn't quite as exciting as the old one. No nostalgia in it, unfortunately. Kind of boring. A bit. Kind of typical Disney, isn't it? Yeah, Park Life. But apparently the video teases the vibrant and colourful animation of the show. The style is a little bit different from previous iterations of the Chippendale series. Um, and they're going to include Butch and Pluto and some other Disney characters in it as well. I think I'll stick with the original, personally. Hmm. I didn't like either. And I don't yeah. think... The, 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 the intro is enough to drive me nuts. You'll stick with Love Island. So. i stick with Love Island, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Love Island. Or do you know what I watched this week? We, I watched half a version of it. Well, one and a half versions, half of one and the other. Uh, it was Living with Lucy. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I hadn't seen it either. It just appeared on the screen yeah, I and I watched it. She lived with Ivan Yates for one and I meant to watch that one. She, I saw that a few months ago, yeah, but she was with Christy Dignam and it was very good. And she's currently with Deirdre Kane because oh, I only lovely. watched half it last night. It's an hour long and I didn't have the Frank full time. Frank could do a full series on Living with Keith Finnegan, couldn't it? <laughs> That'd be an idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> Come here to me. What to watch this week? Let's go to it uh, from there. And you've changed the kind of running order here because I have to be careful the way I've done this because the headline says Clarkson's Farm, but underneath that there's a rude word that I had written about something else. Oh. So what is Clarkson's Farm about? Oh, well, I told you about this last week. So Jeremy Clarkson, you remember him from yeah. Top Gear and then he got fired and yeah. he assaulted an Irishman and all of yeah. that. Well, anyway, he's back on the screens on exclusively to Amazon Prime. He's a brand new TV show. So basically what happened was in 2008, he bought this 1,000 acre farm, right? Yeah. And there was a man who was running it for all those years, but he decided last year that he'd retire. Mm. So Jeremy Clarkson decided, well, do you know what? I'm going to set myself the challenge to farm this 1,000 acre site. Okay. Right, so he has absolutely no idea the first thing of running a farm. So I think, to be honest, this is more of a an ego trip for him that he just wanted another TV show. Um, as he says himself, I have literally no clue, but it's going to involve some tractoring. Okay. It's, the first there's more to farming than tractoring. Then, is tractoring even a word? I don't know. I don't think it but is. But in the first episode, he goes off to buy a tractor. And he meets this lovely local guy who has shown him all these different tractors and kind of says, you know, this is a decent one to go for. It's between four and 8,000. And it, it'll do what you need because he's doing some tillage and he's doing a little bit of sheeping, I suppose. 
Did he pay for the tractor, did he? He then decided, you know what, 4,000? No, I don't think so. He went to Germany. He spent 40 grand on a Lamborghini tractor. Like you do. Like you do, but not even that. Then the hitch was a European hitch, so he couldn't put anything on the back of it. <laughs> and he all because he imported it from Germany, all the instructions are in German, and then he couldn't figure out how to use it whatsoever. Um, so it's an absolutely ridiculous program. It just shows how... Really, it just is an ego trip for him. Mm. Uh, he does bring in people to help him try and farm, and he has a farm manager, and he goes off bidding on different bits of machinery. But it, do you know what? It's I'd a say, show, though. It's not real life. It's not real life. And I'd say if you were a farmer watching it, you'd be like, oh, my God, what mm. is he doing there? Okay, uh, so it's a bit of entertainment. So that's Amazon Prime, then that's Clarkson's Farm, if you want to see how not to farm. How not to farm, how, exactly. How, how not to, imagine going off to Germany and the hitch doesn't work. Then he, at one point, this um, big articulated truck comes in with a load of feed or seeds. Yeah. He takes one bag of the seeds off. There's 45 more and he doesn't realise <laughs> that they're all for his farm. That you're going to need an awful lot more seed than one bag for a thousand acres, but... I, I think you should stick to motoring no more than Jerry Murphy, I really do. Come here, uh, looking at what to watch this week as well. Um, inside Cadbury, uh, I was uh, Chocolate Secrets Unwrapped, it was on Channel 4. I was looking forward to this, but having spoken to you about it, I'm not looking forward to it. Take me through it, what is it? Yes, yeah, so it's called Chocolate Secrets Unwrapped. And if you looked at the trailer for it, it looked really, really cool because there were... There was images of chocolate being poured into moulds and the cream egg middle bit being put in. And it, it, the way they um, pushed this was a unique access inside its secret of Willy Wonka world. Um, and I don't know if you've seen it, you mightn't have, but going around it. for the last, no, 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 like going around for the last few years, there's been a video of Viennettas being made. Yes. Which is very therapeutic to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see them all rolling in. So we kind of thought it was going to be that. It wasn't at all. It was actually one of the most boring TV shows I've watched in a long time. The only pouring of chocolate you see is the bit that's in the trailer, which isn't really enough. They have some historians. They're telling you a lot of history. They have a, a cream egg devotee and they have... It's just, I think they could have made it more exciting than they did. And then there's an awful lot of sitting around watching them come up with a marketing strategy for a new white cream egg and... It just it doesn't hit the mark at all. Uh, I'll go back to my little Walls Vianetta yeah. video clip from 10 years ago. That is uh, 1.2 million views. And you live with that rather than inside uh, Cabri and Detroit Secrets Unwrapped uh, from there. Did you ever see the, the um, was it you that told me about it on this uh, slot, how they make flakes? I didn't. Did you not? No. Do you know that you cannot melt a flake? Oh, I do. Know you cannot. Melt. I did tell you that. Yeah. Well, you was you in a microwave. Yeah. You can't, make, you can't melt a flake in a microwave. No, you can try, but it Inside won't melt. Inside they're, right. they're built to crumble, not to melt. Yeah. Come here. You're sticking with food today, so you're, if it's not bake off, it's flipping talking about chocolate, making me hungry. But how to cook well with Rory O'Connell has been on every Monday at seven thirty, and you've been uh, you've been catching up on this. Yeah, I have because it was the last one. It's been on for the last few weeks mm. uh, and I was watching it this week. I like Rory O'Connell and I always like the programmes that he kind of brings to the TV. And if you like cooking, uh, well then Rory O'Connell is, as they said, um, the master chef. Mm. Of So if you're not watching the Euros, you'll be watching Rory O'Connell. Um, in this one, this week, he did a couple of different things. He did a broth followed by a T-bone steak. And then he also spoke to some people, which I enjoyed this because he met Eamon O'Sullivan of Hewn and Ennis Simon County Clare. And they actually make all the wooden utensils for an ear in Galway. 
Wow. Yeah, so it kind of had a Galway twist. But I think the thing that I enjoyed most about this, and this is going to be a very controversial thing I'm going to say this morning, is the way Rory O'Connell pronounces, I'm going to spell it for you, T-O-M-A-T-O. How would you say that? Tomato. Tomato. Yeah. I did have it here, but I No, can't. I lost it. You lost Rory it. Rory O'Connell says tomato, and I say tomato. Yeah. That's the way I was raised to say tomato. But I've been teased mercilessly for saying tomato for the last 31 years. Apparently, us Irish people say tomato. I'd have said tomato until I met your mother. So then it is tomato for me. Tomato. Not I tomato. make a point now of saying tomato when I go in to order a sandwich. Yeah. But I would say tomato normally. So what do you say? Tomato? 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 tomato, tomato? I don't know. You say tomato. I say tomato. Let us know. I'm going to follow Rory anyway. And yeah. I, I'm mainstream now with the tomato. Okay. Rory, you've just sorted a problem. So you have and created another one. I'm looking forward to seeing that now with Eamon O'Sullivan of Hewn in Ennis Diamond County Clare. Lovely mm. spot as well. Listen to me. The Nest um, is now up on the RTE player with familiar faces there again. We keep coming back to some similar faces. We do, yeah. And this is one I actually watched about three or four months ago, The Nest. Uh, but the lead in it is Martin Comstock. Of course, he played Steve Arnold on Line of Duty. And this TV show is all up on the RTE player. There's only five episodes of it. It's an unusual one. Um, it's a bit of a strange watch, but it is quite good. Basically, it's about this couple. They're unable to conceive. And one day, the wife is driving home. She hits this teenager, has to bring the teenager to hospital. And it turns out the teenager is pregnant and wants to be their surrogate for a child. Mm. So she moves in with Martin Comston and his wife. And things unfold over five episodes. It's a peculiar one, but it's actually quite good. And you can actually just watch all the episodes now this weekend if you feel like it. It's worth a watch if if you're going to... If you want something short and sweet, called the nest. The nest. Okay, I like I like the I like the title of that already, and I like the, the cast that are in it. Uh, what's Catla, by the way? Um, what's that? Catla. No, this is actually I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one. Uh, you might know the Catla is a large volcano in southern Iceland. Uh, no, it's not the one that caused that ash cloud a few years ago, but it's it's another active volcano down there. They've had twenty in, eruptions in Iceland. In Iceland, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've had twenty eruptions over the last. 100 years but it hasn't kind of erupted very violently uh, very recently mm-hmm. but this is a new Scandi drama thriller now they've been very popular over the last few years and there's been fortitude and there's been what's a Scandi drama so thriller? they're they're set in Scandinavia. the Scandinavian countries and they're oh. I think this one is in Norwegian so you you can watch it in the original language you can watch it dubbed in English I always prefer to watch it in the original language and then read the subtitles uh, but this one is actually quite good I watched two episodes last night uh, first episode is kind of slow, but basically the story behind it is that there has been this volcano, Katla, has erupted um, and the small town of Vic has been a little bit disturbed. But then all these mysterious things start emerging from the glacier and the dust and the ash. Mm. People are coming back who might have been missing for quite a long time. It does take a while to set up in the first episode, but by the by the last five minutes of the first episode, you're wanting to watch the next episode and they're all up on Netflix only since yesterday. Is it a bit sci-fi for me? Eh, it's not sci-fi. I'd be interested now to see how they wrap it up because I find sometimes these these mysteries with a supernatural twist, they can often disappoint when it comes to the final episode mm. uh, because it's like as if they kind of forget what they're doing halfway through um, <laughs> and then they're just trying to wrap it up no more than lost all those years ago where oh, they're disaster. like, oh, oh no, what are, how are we going to finish it up? Oh, yeah. let's let's just say it was let's this all along. It, yeah. it was a bit silly. Uh, but yeah, no, it, I can't wait now to finish that this weekend. So that's all on Netflix since yesterday. It's called Catla. Catla. Now, uh, what's coming up uh, this week? We're looking at, what are you calling it? Together. 
got a boutique consultancy. We specialise in data analytics and finding technological multimedia solutions. I mean, what? I would just lean forward and go, he means computers. <laughs> Which is really funny, a million years ago. You are horrible to me every day. You are exactly the same to me. I never despise you. The entire human race is like running towards each other at the speed of light, shouting, get away from me. And I, I just, I can't do that anymore. Together, a compelling new film starring James McAvoy and Sharon Horgan. What is? Two and iPlayer. What is together? Um, you might recognise the voices there. It's James McAvoy and Sharon Horgan. Uh, Sharon was most recently in Catastrophe. Uh, she's a great Irish actress. Um, but this is on terrestrial TV, which is nice to see. So it's on BBC Two. And it's set, it's this wife, James McAvoy, and this man and his wife. So he is James McAvoy and their son. And basically they have to reevaluate their relationship during lockdown. Um, so it kind of, you can hear them there. He's explaining his job and she's just saying, oh, looks just computers. And I think it's something we can all relate to. Uh, having gone on over the last year or so, yeah. people working from home and that. It's directed by the Crown's Stephen Daldry. It should be very good. It's a two-parter. So I suppose it's like one big film or two kind of mini-episodes. Uh, but that is, the first episode was out last night at nine o'clock. And it's called Together. Together. And James mm. McAvoy, yeah. So mm. that should be a good one. Um, we're looking at physical, so we are now as well. Uh, what is physical? You have a little trailer here if you want to play it. <laughs> Today you will eat clean, healthy foods. After school drop-off, you will go directly to ballet class. I will have a nice day. Babe, the coffee? I will eat clean, healthy food. Three famous cheeseburgers, three large fries, and a chocolate shake. Thanks. After school drop-off. Mama. I will go to ballet class. Close. I will have a nice day. Professor Rubin is getting fired. We're going to need money. I love you. Whatever happens. You think something bad will happen? No, you're trusting this ding dong with your life. I I like the sound of that, so I do. Yeah, and you might recognise the voice as well if you watched Damages with Glenn Close. It was a legal drama a few years ago. Yeah, uh, Rose Byrne, she was in it, and she is the lead in this. It's a ten-part tale set in Southern California. Uh, she's a dutiful housewife. She's trying to support her husband as he attempts to develop a political career. Uh, but as you can hear there, there's a lot going on in her head and she's a lot of personal demons. And then she realises that um, if she gets into the world of aerobics, this can solve everything. Wow. Uh, it's a dark comedy series produced by the same people behind Desperate Housewives, so there's going to be lots of twists and turns along the way. And that is all released today on Apple TV. It's called Physical. Physical, Apple TV uh, from there. Uh, now, I'm going to take two, so I am here. And uh, the two that I'm going to take are in relation to murder at the cottages first. Uh, this is all to uh, Sophie's um, Tuscan de Plant here and her death indeed many years ago. Take me through the first one there, murder at the cottage. Yeah, we mentioned this last week, but it's actually out this Sunday, June the 20th on Now TV and Sky Crime, if I have it. It's a five-part series examining the brutal murder of French filmmaker Sophie Tuscan de Plantier in West Cork. And here's the trailer. Of this. <laughs> Sophie Toscan de Plantier. She died here among the brambles and the briars. And now the hills call out for justice. People want answers. They want conclusions. They want to be able to lay Sophie to rest. This is the search for justice. 
and apparently a lot of uh, unseen footage and people on this one. This could this could open a whole can of worms, couldn't it? Yeah, it's been released by Jim Sheridan, um, and it's called Murder at the Cottage. So it does look at original evidence, never before seen footage, and interviews with those closest to the case, including her family. Uh, West Cork resident Ian Bailey is also going to feature. He was, of course, convicted of the crime in absentia by a French court. But he's always maintained his innocence and was never charged for the murder in Ireland. Um, and unusually, less than two weeks after this is out on Sunday, there's going to be another Netflix documentary focused on the same thing called Sophie, A Murder in West Cork, which is a three-part series uh, that was created with the blessing of her family as well, who want to put her back at the centre of the story. Bailey will also feature in that, as well as her son, Pierre-Louis Bondu Bondé, and mm. residents from Skull. Uh, so there's two coming out, but the first one there, uh, I think, will be more for us as an Irish audience. Um, Murder at the Cottage by Jim Sheridan. All right. Uh, finally, we've got some films that we have to uh, deal with here uh, today. You have a couple of films. Fatherhood is the first one. Yeah, I'll run through these now. So the first film out is on Netflix today. It's called Fatherhood. It stars Kevin Hart in the heartwarming tale about a father's fight to raise, raise his daughter alone. His wife unexpectedly dies. It's quite funny. We had a clip there, but uh, we won't bother playing it there. Um, he, oh, we will. Will we? Oh, yeah. Oh. Excuse me. She's been like crying for hours. Sorry, but this is a group for new mothers. On that sign out there, it says parents. I'm a parent and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Girl's got some stuff flying out of ass. She can either hit you with a streamer or she'll buckshot you. It's a quick whop. I need help. I don't know how you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. 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 If I had only one parent, I wish you could have had your mom. Because she would have been better at it. And mommy was the best. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it should um, be nice. Yeah, that's that's interesting, sort of. Yeah, and it's only out today on Netflix. So that's called Fatherhood. Different from the film we mentioned last week now, which was called The Father, starring Anthony Hopkins. Uh, I did mention that the last two weeks, but you can actually, I checked up on the uh, IMC website, you can watch that there this weekend if you want in Galway, or you can go to the Omniplex in Salt Hill, and that is the Anthony Hopkins one, The Father. Uh, so slightly different to Fatherhood, which is... Separate film altogether. They oh, use right. both of the word father. Absolutely, no, they do. Yeah, absolutely. And where, where is Father now, by the way? Father is on Netflix, and it was only released today. And then finally, this morning, I have another really good film for you. It's called Gunda. Um, this is a very different film. Uh, I watched the trailer for it. It's it's got a babe-like charm. It's a black and white documentary which follows a pig and her newborn children at ground level, patiently revealing the nuances of their behaviour. Uh, so it follows a farmyard sow whose name is, we presume, Gunda. There's no voiceover or people or anything in this film. Um, so we just assume that this is probably who it is. Uh, there's only animals in this. Uh, the trailer, even as you can hear behind us there, uh, uh, there's only animal sounds. There's no people. There's nothing, nothing it's, like it's that. It's really David Attenbury, so it is. it's really absolutely beautiful. It's, uh, it is. You can see the pigs doing their thing and... It's, it's really just about the animals, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lovely little clip of uh, the pigs, stick, the little piglets, sticking their head out of the barn door and it's raining. So they're trying to catch the rain on their tongues and then they get a little bit frightened. Uh, so they run back inside from the rain. And there's also a one-legged chicken uh, who hops around and some cows who are shown running in slow-mo. Uh, now, it is um, directed by Joaquin Phoenix, who is a vegan. So I suppose there is a... An animal, it's not your stereotypical where your food comes from type yeah. documentary, but I suppose that is what it turns into at the end because we know what happens and we know where things come from. 
um, but it, it it gives a it gives an illusion of um, kind of what happens. Hmm. Um, it gives an illusion more than an illusion, but anyway, it's, it does, a, it's, yeah. a lo- it's a lovely story. For, quickly, an- anthro. Ant- oh yeah, I what thought we'd teach you a word this morning. Anthro- and, and this Gunda film, anthropomorph- anthropomorphism. That's fine, yeah, you yeah. tell me. What is it all about? So that's what this film does, basically. So it, it anthropomorphizes these animals, so it makes them human-like. Okay. You can anthropomorphize anything, so sometimes do you ever look at your microphone there and think, poor microphone, he has to listen to my smelly breath and no. listen to what I'm saying. But you know when you personalise... No. Uh, an inanimate object and you try and give it human-like qualities or you might call your car sheet do you have a name for your car? no no? no should okay. I have? no oh I can hear the cooking on that film you can yeah Gunda anyway Gunda. so it does right. anthropomorphise um, these things it's been it's it's the babe-like charm mm. uh, it's a black and white documentary and I would definitely be watching that this weekend alright I've done this one for you now so thank you for joining us uh, this morning Where's that from? That's from Babe. That'll do, Pig. All right, if you want to get further details, that'll do, Pig. (laughs) (laughs) What have I done this morning to it at all? I'm trying to confuse myself, never mind it. Um, That's it. If they want to get further details, we'll have it up online uh, shortly. But the big thing of the weekend, the big thing of the weekend. What are you going to watch this weekend, do you think? I haven't really got a clue because I have so much on this weekend. I don't know, but I think I would like to go back to what you started with there. Uh, the Carcass of the Farm is worth a watch if you're looking for something kind of to yeah, just some, throw your hands up at and say, what? Somebody the, just said, um, Clarkson's Farm is very good. I learned a lot about farming. The younger fella, Caleb, uh, with them is hilarious. He's it's awful good, funny. It's a good watch and you will laugh. So I think we go with He's Clarkson's trying to teach. Farm. He's a 21 year old and he's trying to teach Jeremy what to do. But it's like he doesn't care that he's a celebrity. He's just. Saying to him, what in the name of God are you up to? Mm. Uh, he's very funny, so yeah. All right, listen, let's uh, take a commercial break. Uh, Katie, thank you indeed for joining us. And again, if you want to get further details, go to our website and get full details as the morning progresses. <laughs>